before I begin today's episode, I want to say thank you so much to those of you who have listened, shared, and written reviews about the podcast over the past week. Uh, It has gone so well, and I've gotten such great feedback and helpful feedback from so many of you. Thank you for the notes, the emails. You've been sending in episode ideas, asking questions. I can't thank you enough for the encouragement you've been, and I'm thankful to hear that many of you are finding value in this podcast. And thank you for those of you who are sharing it with others, and then they're telling their friends it means a lot. I want to say thank you for your help, and I hope that through this podcast I can continue to create content to help you start and finish and get the most out of your seminary experience. So thank you so much. And it's good to hear from so many of you. Welcome to the Seminary Support Podcast, where you will find help to start, finish, and get the most out of your seminary experience. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. Most likely, at some point in your life, you've kept a diary or a journal. So I've tried before. I've tried to keep one when I was in college. I kept it actually pretty good for a little over a year, I think. I kept one while we were on uh, traveling for a summer when we were representing the college uh, and kept it on through that fall when we got back. And so I've tried at times to keep a, a journal, and it has been a good thing for me. I have not sadly kept it consistently over a long period of time. One method of journaling is the bullet journal method. It's a simple method that can be carried out with just a basic notebook and a pen. Today's episode, I talk about what the bullet journal method can help you accomplish, how it's helped me, and why I think it could help you finish your seminary degree. Studies show that we have as many as 500,000 thoughts in a day. So there's a lot going through our minds, and it's very easy for us to become overwhelmed. You see, busy does not always mean productive. Just about anybody you talk to, and honestly, I say the same thing many times. People say, how are you doing? I say, yep, staying busy. See, busy is a state of being functionally overwhelmed. But we do have something in being busy. Uh, I would say, actually, busy is not always the best thing. If we're going to be busy, we should be busy about the wrong, (laughs) we should be busy about the right things and not busy about the wrong things. But many times we're not sure what the right things and wrong things are. The freedom of choice that we have is a privilege, and it comes with a cost. See, we have to decide, when we have these thoughts, and we're busy, we have to decide what we give our energy to and what we give our time to. And I'm talking today about using a journal. I'm going to tell you a method that I think is good and that I use, that I recommend. But one great thing about a journal is it can help to declutter your mind. It's almost like You decide you're going to clean your closet out, and you don't just go in and start rearranging things in your closet. You actually pull everything out of the closet, and then you decide what you're going to do with it. It's almost like making a mental inventory. Uh, In fact, you can figure out, okay, what do I need to do? What should I do? And what do I want to do? Uh, Then you can ask, why am I doing these things with the idea of, the closet, it's, okay, there's some things in here I just need to get rid of. I actually don't need them now that I see them. Getting things out into a journal, getting things out, uh, really decluttering our mind, 
helps us consider if we're involved in unnecessary responsibilities. We can really ask, is this vital? Does this matter? And once we get it out and we can see it, it helps us to just put a line through it and say, you know what, I don't have to do this. See, things are either necessary, unnecessary, or maybe they're aspirations, and all those things can go in the journal. If we do have aspirations and they take you know, longer than a day or longer than a week or maybe even longer than a month, by the way, earning a, sermon, a, a seminary degree... That is an aspiration. Look, it's not a dream. The difference between dreams and goals are that you make a plan, you work the plan, and you get the goal done. Dreams are just clouds out there that you can't reach. We've got to have a way to see it through. Completing a seminary degree is an aspiration. It takes setting smaller goals. Okay, I have this class, or I have these classes, or I have this semester. And working toward that, and then look, the semester's broken down into weeks, and the weeks are broken down into assignments, and you know exactly how it goes. So I want to talk to you about the bullet journal method. Now, I've got my bullet journal in my hand, and I'm going to reiterate, it is really not a lot to look at. It is a black journal. It has kind of a faux leather cover on it. And by the way, as I'm telling you this, this would probably be a better video than an audio podcast. I don't do video, so uh, imagine with me what you're seeing. Well, I'll try to describe it. Um, but it is a 6 or $7 lined notebook uh, with a faux leather cover that I got from Walmart and kind of a yellow, antique yellow colored uh, pages. Not bright yellow like a legal pad, but a little more subdued than that. And the bullet journal, the great thing is you can buy actual bullet journals or you can just take a regular ruled journal or notebook and use a bullet journal. When I turn to the first page, I have what my bullets are. You're going to use bullets every day to you know, delineate tasks or events or notes, uh, questions. Uh, and you can, I'm going to tell you where you can find more resources about this. You can add bullets for anything. Uh, draw a lightning bolt for an idea. Draw a smiley face for things you're thankful for. Draw a little book to denote what you're reading that day or a little Bible for what you're reading in your Bible that day. It's completely customizable. And then you flip to the first two pages. There's an index that's literally just so my May tasks were page five and six. You just hand number the pages. So I've got that written to the front of my index. Uh, I took a lot of notes on what I wanted to put into this podcast. Those are on pages 9 through 11 in my, uh, you know, bullet journal here. Um, you flip to the next page, and there's what's called a future log. The future log is literally just a page divided into three parts. Um, you know, I have May 2020. It's maybe 10 lines. June 2020 is maybe 10 lines. July 2020 is maybe 10 lines. The next page is August, September, and October. And then... You flip to the next page, November, December, January, February, March, and April. Great thing about the future log is if there's things I'm thinking ahead about that I want to do, then I can write those, and then when I come to November, I know, oh, there's that thing that's coming up. I need to get that on the calendar. I need to do that. That way it doesn't really muddy up my day-to-day what I wanted to put into my bullet journal. But looking ahead, I do have that. Um, Then you can kind of write a a May I started this at the end of April, so that's what I'm talking about, May. Like a May daily schedule. 
I just have the number 1 and then an F for Friday, the number 2 and then an SA for Saturday, 3 and then an SU for Sunday, 4 and then an M for Monday. And if I know there's things coming up that month, I want to jot them in, then I can see that. The next page is May tasks. There are things I know May's coming up. I want to jot those down. I move them from my future log to the May tasks. And then here's where it gets really helpful. Then you have the day-to-day -day entries in the bullet journal. So the first day, I began this on April the 27th. I just have 4-27-20, Monday. And then for events, I just write or draw a circle that's not filled in. For you music people, it looks like a whole note. And then I'll just write events that happened that day. So that day, we had finished the fence in our backyard, and we got JoJo, our dog, back. Um, I wrote what my Bible reading was for that day. The next day, I wrote things I had worked on, things I would completed at the house. Those are events. Then if you put a dot, more of the bullet, what you would think of, those are tasks. And that's really what I really use my bullet journal for a lot. If I put a dot, let's say I need to complete the orders of service for Sunday services. I put that on there. If I complete it, then I turn that dot into an X. But let's say, okay, I'm flipping through our church bots some new tripods. So I have set up new tripods on here and I have a dot next to them. Well, I did not get them done on that day. So I changed that dot to an arrow that's pointing to the right. That means it's getting moved further down into my journal. So the next day... I started a new day, and I moved what had a right arrow on it to the next day to get done on my task. It got a dot. But there's lots of other stuff that day that I got a dot. Now, you say, I'm really having a hard time visualizing. I realize I'm trying to talk you through this, and it's hard to see. A couple of ways you can look up really what a bullet journal looks like. Just YouTube bullet journal, and there's about a million videos about the bullet journal. There's also a book called The Bullet Journal Method, Track the Past, Order the Present, Design the Future. Also, you can go to bulletjournal.com, and uh, the guy that did the bullet journal actually did a TED Talk. And so I tell you this because time management is something that a lot of people are thinking about, and it's something I think about. And I found a lot of the things I needed to do, I, I, I write a lot of things down, so I'm good about getting things out of my mind and onto a piece of paper so I can see it. But my my desk was covered with quarter sheets of paper with lots of different stuff scribbled out on it. So I had stacks of these, and eventually you just forget things. What the bullet journal has done for me is it's helped me get ideas and tasks onto a piece of paper, which I was doing pretty well, I felt like, but it's helped me keep those ideas and tasks and thoughts in one place. So I can go to the bullet journal and I can think, oh, you know, I was, I had this idea, uh, like ideas for this podcast. Okay, I have the pages marked in here. Oh, yeah, I want to do an episode on such and such. It's all in my plain, simple bullet journal. So it's helped me get those down. It's helped me keep them in one place. It's helped me see what I'm getting done. I don't know about you. Many times I get to the end of the day, uh, of the day and I think, what did I do today? <laughs> or I get to a Friday and I think, what did I accomplish this week? One thing that helps me is to look back in my bullet journal and I see, okay, I did get some things done this week. Um, you Checklists may not help you 
they do help me. They help me feel productive, and they help me feel like I'm getting things done. Another thing is when I look in my bullet journal and I see, okay, it's 3 o'clock. The day is winding down. At least the time I'm going to spend in the office is winding down. There's three or four things left in my bullet journal. Okay, what am I going to get done before I walk out the door? Or what two things am I going to get done before I walk out the door? Or how can I order these so that I am most productive in my last bit of time in the office? That's one thing that's really helped me do. It's also given me a way to plan ahead. And I've used apps and I put things in my iCal on my phone and on the computer. I used to use Wonderlist. And for those of you that use Wonderlist, now Wonderlist is bought out or something. I don't know. Wonderlist is gone. So... It has helped me write things down and see them just much easier. And that's a real help to be able to do that. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, please subscribe so you can get notified every time a new episode is launched. And if you would, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcast. Please share today's episode with someone who would find it helpful. You can find me on Twitter at Mark McElreath Jr., and send me your episode ideas or feedback to theseminarypodcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. And remember, nothing will ever take the place of learning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls out, learn of me. And there is an open invitation to that classroom for all of us. <laughs>